Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And not just the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Sarah Dowdy. And I'm Dablina Chakraborty. And Dablina, the Olympics are almost upon us. And we're going to be celebrating here at the podcast, too, with a few fun new sporting episodes. Yes, and apparently we're due because we don't have too many sporting episodes. No. We did kind of a review of our catalog and didn't Slim find pickings. too much. Yeah, so we were disappointed in that. And we're going to try to rectify the situation a little bit by having some cool sports episodes to get everyone excited about the events. And uh, we've already got one lined up on the wild 1900 Paris Olympics, which featured everything from tug-of-war competitions to swimming races in the sun. So that's something to look forward to. That'll be a fun one for sure. But since that Paris episode does cover a lot on the founding of the modern Olympics, we thought it might help to revisit a topic from the Stuff You Missed in History Class archives, an episode on the first Olympics, which took place back in 776 BC in ancient Greece. The first Olympics, not the episode. We haven't been recording for that long. Right. That was back in 2008. And former host Candace and Josh talked about the unsporting ancient tradition of throwing married women spectators off the top of a mountain for a daring peek at the event. So not a very pleasant experience if you were a married woman. And the games themselves were just as violent. There were 
wrestling and boxing events that were very popular. There were used boxing gloves that were essentially just bands that were wrapped around the fighter's fist. They really just did more damage. They'd bloody your opponent up more than protect your hands and protect your opponent's face. And there was also this sort of wrestling-boxing hybrid, which, according to Greek mythology, was invented by the hero Theseus to fight the Minotaur. There were also equestrian events like chariot races and, uh, you know, things that seem a little more traditional today, too, including foot races of different lengths, the long jump, the discus throw, the pentathlon. Um, and then victors, too. They didn't just get the gold medal, the silver medal, or the bronze. They could get all sorts of trophies, ranging from cauldrons to olive oil to free meals for life. That one sounds pretty good. <laughs> Repeat champions who won more than three events would even get statues placed in the Temple of Zeus at Olympia in their honor. So that was really the ultimate goal, lifelong honor and respect. So the lineup for the modern games has, of course, changed pretty drastically, as has the admissions policies, as we'll hear more about soon on Candace and Josh's podcast. But one ancient tradition that was clearly embraced by Pierre Baron de Coupeton, founder of the modern games, is goodwill. The ancient games were meant to show off the strength of athletic citizens, but also to bring Greeks together for a peaceful event. In fact, to guarantee safety of the delegations traveling through sometimes hostile territory, an Olympic truce was necessary. And Josh talks a little bit more about this coming up in a second. The city-state of Eles, which came up with the idea in the 9th century, would send out heralds before the games began, and they would declare that truce was in effect and that all participants should have safe passage. And I think that's interesting to compare that idea of the ancient truce for the athletes to Coubertin's idea that, quote, in order to respect one another, it is first necessary to know one another through sport. And I think that's still an idea that holds true today, at least in the most idealistic sense of the Olympics. Sure, it's entertaining, but it should bring us together and let us all enjoy watching people compete at the highest level. So well said. (laughs) On that note, let's take a listen to the old podcast. Get out your popcorn, Dublina. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI in revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the 
the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm editor Candace Gibson, joined today by staff writer Joshua M. Clark. How's it going, Josh? It's going well, Candace. How are you? Fabulous as always. So, Candace, I know you and uh, your fiance Stu love to run marathons, right? Mm-hmm. So, you watch the Olympics. Are you excited about the Olympics coming? I'm up? really pumped. Yes. Well, okay. I have a question for you today about some of the early Olympics. The first Olympics, mm-hmm. um, the first recorded Olympics was what? 776 BC. That's right. Okay, but there's evidence that it goes back, you know, 250 years before that. Yeah, to like Greek god times when right. Zeus battled it out and became king of the gods because he won an yeah. Olympic event. And, and and most of the evidence we have uh, is, is just legend and we've had to discern, you know, what happened originally from just looking at pottery, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And a couple of poems written by people like Pliny the Elder. Right, okay. But but ultimately, um, we, we know that all of these legends, all these descriptions, all go back to the Olympics being started as a tribute to Zeus, the god of gods on Mount Olympus, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so with the Olympics originally, um, it was a one-day event, and it was actually just a single event, the stadium race? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, which is them running 600 feet, and it was one day. I can't imagine that took very long to, to, to hold that event, but um, ultimately... It, it caught on in such popularity that all these generally warring city-states that neighbored one another um, would take on an Olympic truce during the Olympics, and all fighting would stop, all feuds would be off, so that these um, Olympic athletes could come into Olympus, where they held the, the Olympics, right, logically enough, 
um, and um, compete for that one day. So they took it pretty seriously, right? Now, I've, um, I've read your article pretty thoroughly, and I loved it. Uh, on how how the first Olympics worked, but I noticed that it was very male centric. There there wasn't too much talk about women, and I had heard that um, women actually were very much discouraged from you know even watching the Olympics, so that they could be killed for doing so. Is that fact or is that fiction? Can you clear that up? That's actually a fact. Young virgins could watch the Olympic event, but married women absolutely were forbidden. Mm. And the punishment for sneaking in and watching the games was actually death. Women were hurled off the pinnacle of Mount Taipangan, which stands about 490 feet high. And there's actually a pretty famous legend about Kali Patera, who trained her son to compete in the Olympics. And she herself came from a long line of Olympic victors. And she snuck in. She was determined to watch her son compete. And when he won, she was so excited that she ran forward to congratulate him, and her clothes were ripped off of her in the process. Wow. And obviously, it was revealed that she was a woman. But because, again, she had such Olympic roots, they decided to pardon her. And there's actually no archaeological evidence that anyone was thrown off the mountain. I guess they were looking for bones at the base of Taipan, and they couldn't find them. Right. But uh, women pretty much stayed away. They learned their lesson. Oh, I would too. A 500 foot drop would do it for me. It's, yeah, pretty high. And also, toward the 8th century, Century, a lot of the athletes started competing naked, and maybe this was for momentum or, or you know, less traction when they were running. But also, it could have been an effort to discern whether the competitors were men or women competing in disguise. So. Plus, I, I imagine it just felt good. Yeah, you know, get the breeze in there. Yeah. Well, that was a fun one to revisit and get us pumped up for the upcoming games and the upcoming podcast. Yeah, the Olympics. It- Exactly. And if you want to learn a little bit more about the first Olympics, the very first Olympics, Candace has an excellent article on our website. Um, it's called How the First Olympics Worked Appropriately Enough. And you can look that up by visiting our homepage, www.howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.